Welcome to the second episode of DTID, the official FC Dallas podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Melser, and today I spoke to Paxton Pomacol, FC Dallas and U.S. Men's National Team midfielder. We spoke about his youth career, being part of the golden generation of the FC Dallas Academy, his U.S. Men's National Team career, and most importantly, whether or not pineapple belongs on pizza. I hope you guys enjoy our conversation, and please reach out if you have any suggestions for future guests. Welcome back to DTID, the official FC Dallas podcast. Our guest today is the great Paxton Pomacol. Paxton, how are you doing, man? Don't know if I'm the great Paxton Pomacol, but I, I am Paxton Pomacol in the flesh. I'm doing great and ready to record a podcast. Well, we appreciate you ha- having you on. Um, I'm, I was going to ask you to do this as the first guest, but I didn't want to bother you because I feel like we bother you a lot for, for, for interviews. <laughs> Do you ever get tired of all the interview requests you get from MLS and us and everybody? No, it's okay. It's I, I understand it's part of it, and I know that anytime you guys need a good soundbite and you want to want somebody to say what they want, like what the fans or what anybody wants to hear, you guys come and ask me because I'm very polished with, with my wording and what I say, so uh, I understand that most of the time I'm going to be requested, so it's okay. That's true. But it's not the only reason we ask you. Part of it is because you're obviously one of the uh, most talented players in MLS, I would say, in my opinion. Uh, but so let's go back a little bit. How did you get into soccer originally? Yeah, so I grew up in a, in a very soccer-oriented family. Uh, my dad played soccer in college at UNT uh, before Title IX came, and they, they had actually had a really good men's program back then. Um, and so he kind of... I don't want to say instilled it in us, but he introduced us to the game, and then from there we just, my brothers and I have two brothers, so we just took off and we loved it from day one. So I have an older brother who played in college, and my little brother just left last week to go play in college. So it's kind of, say, born to be a soccer player. I don't want to say that, but definitely a soccer family. And my mom now is uh, 100% in the game too. She didn't grow up playing, but obviously she kind of had to adopt it. Where do your brothers play? Or where did they play? My older brother played at Columbia uh, in New York, and he's graduated now. And then my little brother just left for Evansville, Indiana. So he's going to go play out there. Um, he played for the uh, the premier team for FC Dallas, not the academy, but the one right under it. So he uh, played high school and then uh, got a few offers to play D1 and chose Evansville. And it's pretty pretty cool uh little college town and uh he got dropped off so my parents flew out there flew him uh and then flew back right for the the game this weekend so it was kind of a quick turnaround gotcha i I don't have a brother but i know brothers can often be competitive with each other was that ever the case for you guys oh of course i mean come on it's it's human nature to be competitive but especially when you have blood relatives living right next to you that have the same competitive nature as yourself and I mean I I remember when I was a kid I hated losing so much that if I lost I would like pull out my own hair I have really thin hair so I could just pull out clumps of hair and like screaming we'd broken windows broken blinds you name it but uh I was always a smaller kid so I had to be scrappy and we definitely we've had some fights my brothers and i we're best friends now but i i've punched my brothers head butted them made them bleed vice versa like we had a good childhood it was really fun sounds great i yeah, know it was great so you're born into a soccer family yeah like what clubs did you get started with originally so my dad uh he 
growing up was my coach primarily until I went U11. So he had uh, a little like miniature club that he kind of ran uh, with a couple other guys that he just had a few teams, uh, mainly just so he could coach us. Mm-hmm. Um, so he pr- had a 96 team and then a 99, 2000, and 01 team. Um, there's a lot of players around DFW and in college and different places that w- were on those teams. We had some sick youth teams. Like my, uh, what's a crazy stat, my U6 rec team. Okay, we were called the Strikers. Four out of the six players are either D1 college soccer or professional now. Wow. Who, who are some of those guys that we know? Uh, so, I mean, you probably don't know them. One was, uh, his name's Dylan Sadler, one of my boys. Cooper Riley, my best friend's at University Pacific. And then Blake Willis. Uh, you know, Blake Blake Willis played for our academy and then went and played at Columbia. So, yeah, Blake was with me at U16 with, with Lucci when we won national championships. So it's just... It's funny that that like four out of those six guys are like successful like players, which is insane. That's a talented U sixteen. Yeah, right? I don't think we lost very often. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Uh, so, how did you end up uh, joining FC Dallas Academy? Yeah, so my um, I played for the Texans uh, primarily. That was kind of the team that we fed into when I played for my dad. So whenever we hit U eleven, we just fed into the the Texans system of going to Classic League. And so uh, I played U11 to U14 mm-hmm. with the Texans and just uh, had, some, had some differences uh, of opinions with the way things were ran at the club and the way coaches treated players and the way we... Um, it just wasn't a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately I decided to make the switch and, I mean, n- never have looked back, but... Um, yeah, no, no bad feelings towards the Texans at all. I mean, they, they're a big part of why I'm the player I am today, as well as FC Dallas. But it just at the at the time it was vital in my career to make that switch, both mentally and uh, also for my development. And uh, within two years, I was already signed, so it wasn't a bad decision. <laughs> uh, so once you were in the academy, you're kind of part of that. Uh, I mean ambitious to use the term golden generation of the academy but oh, yeah, yeah no, kind of we, yeah. we always have these are fighting words in the locker room because we always argue about which uh academy generation we think was was the best mm-hmm. and you know dante's over here and talking about the threes and him peppy were the best generation and i was like you guys didn't win anything like <laughs> you cannot be saying that and then i remember when kellen was still here he would always talk to me about how his 96, 95 team was the best. And, well, they actually won, but there's – you can't – that 99, 98, 2000, those, like, three age groups, just mm-hmm. – I mean, back-to-back nationals. When we were U15s, we went at pre-academy, won nationals. Like, you just – yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to compete. So you also won the Dallas Cup Super Group for yeah. the first time in a Dallas. Won the Super Group, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it like just being a part of those teams when you guys were kind of cleaning up everything and, and playing against international teams and beating them? What, what was that whole experience like? I mean, it's fun to win, obviously. Um, even at the youth level, just getting trophies is celebrating. It's, it's something else. You know, I got to experience, uh, like, a couple weeks after I signed was when we won the Open Cup here. And, you know, I wasn't really... I was on the team, but I wasn't really part of the team at that point. But I still got to celebrate with the guys in the locker room after the game and just seeing 
that and seeing what what it's like to to celebrate at that level you know it, it makes you appreciate a little bit more um celebrating a, a, a dallas cup victory or even um yeah the national championships those are some of my best memories you know growing up so i can imagine so you signed in 2016 but i think it's fair to say your, your breakout year was 2019 yeah. under, under lucci when you saw the field a lot yeah what was it like just getting you know becoming a starter what was that whole experience like well, it was nice because I bust my butt for, you know, three years, just kind of sitting back and, and taking things in and, and learning the ropes, becoming a professional, taking care of my body, put on some pounds, put on some weight. Um, and then when Lucci came in, I, I think I think his system and style of play fits what I do better than, than Oscar. I'm not saying that, like, Oscar's style of play is very effective. We won a lot of things here, but I think the way I play, it's it's more suited for the style of play we play now, mm-hmm. um, which definitely helps. Um, plus, I was three years older than I was and 19 and not, not 16 and kind of learned the ropes of the league, like I said, a little bit better. But it's it's different to be practice fit and game fit. And so that, that transition of playing every single week, it was like – my body was going through changes, I tell you what. And now I'm, I'm more used to it and I can, you know, be on the bench a few games and then come back and it's still game fitness is different, but it's my body's definitely more used to it now that I'm older. For sure. So, yeah, during that 2019 year, you were named to the All-Star Game. Um, and I remember a couple yeah. couple weeks ago, me and you did, like, a, a quick fire round. And it uh-huh. was, the question was, like, who's the best player you've ever played with? And you were like, it's probably in the All-Star Game I want to play, like, Wayne Rooney, Zlatan yeah. Ibrahimovic, Nani. What was it like playing with those guys? Like, did it feel like you were in a game of FIFA? Well, it was kind of surreal because, first off, I did not think I was going to go, okay? Like, uh, I had missed the whole pretty much the whole month of May with a hamstring injury and then left as soon as I got healthy, went to the World Cup, mm-hmm. uh, was there for a month, and then came back and had a few good performances, was playing really well, but still I wasn't really here for like yeah. for two months of the summer. And then right after that, I, I went to the All-Star game and I was like, that's, that's crazy. Like, obviously I was really happy to be Don's pick and selected, but I just, mm-hmm. like, in my head, I was not even thinking about that, wasn't expecting to go, so... That, that makes it even sweeter because, you know, if you're expecting something and then you don't get it, then you're pissed. And if you are, then it's like, okay, well, I thought I deserved that. So then it's not as sweet. So for that to, for them to surprise me and then me go, it's like, yeah, it was surreal. And those guys are sick. They're all, I mean, I, I like to say in the world of soccer, we're all like just genuine dudes. I mean, I, I'm not saying anything about other sports. Like, I don't know how those guys act, how, how they are, but I, I know in, in this sport, we're just, we're all whether we come from different backgrounds different areas different countries we all like come together as as like it's soccer you know it's football and uh those guys really brought me in i was only what 19 and didn't speak spanish which most (laughs) most of them do and they're trying their best to speak english to me make me feel welcome and i know uh there's going to be some young guys at this all-star game and i'm no doubt the older guys are going to do the same so yeah, Peppy and, and uh, Cade Cowell, I think the two youngest. So you might have to give Peppy some, uh, nah, some instruction. Be, he'll be fine. <laughs> he don't need anything. This, this Ricardo Peppy, come on now. The yeah. cucumber. <laughs> cucumber. A uh, little change of pace here, Dick. Towards the end of that night, uh, 2019 season, obviously made the playoffs. You came into the game, I think it was a sub, is that correct? I did, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's because you were going through um, some, some injury um, yeah. issues. That the, the hip, was that then? Yeah, so most of all of my injuries have pretty much been groin related, um, whether that stems from just like sports hernia, mm-hmm. uh, groin pain, or it, 
was because of my hip, like deferred pain. Mm-hmm. Um, all of it's pretty much been pain in my groin. And so that, that, that was a struggle. Those two months uh, at the end of 2019 were brutal. Um, that was probably some of the most pain. Uh, it is the most pain I've had to play through. I always tell people potentially if we went to PKs in that game that I would have considered taking a PK right-footed in that game because, I mean, I'm confident with my right foot, but also it's just like every time I was striking a ball, not so much passing because you could use the force from somebody playing it to you and play one touch back and you could get away with it. But anytime I created my own force and struck a ball toe down or, or however, it just bad, bad pain. So I wanted to make it through the season. Um, I mean, I like to live with no regrets. So in hindsight, I'm, I'm happy with my decision that, that I played through, but also it could have, you know, gotten worse or you, you never really know. I'm happy that I'm, I'm playing and contributing now, but if uh, the hip surgery didn't go well, then I would have looked back and been like, I should probably should have just shut down those last two months and gotten the surgery then instead of like pushing my body to the limit. But let's talk a little bit about that surgery. Like, yeah. um, can you just give me like you know what it what it was doing to fix it and then why you decided to do it that time in 2020? Yeah, basically it's a uh, core muscle repair, so it's like ab- abdominal but also groin. And I uh, flew out to Philly. Mm-hmm. Dr. Myers up there, one of the best in the world. A lot of guys from overseas fly in and get it, and even in other other leagues around the country, they they always go to his place up there. He's got jerseys galore on the wall from just like everybody you can ever think of. Like I, I probably can't say names because whatever HIPAA or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, he's got he's got some of the best jersey memorabilia I've ever seen mm-hmm. at that clinic up there. Um, and so he went in. Uh, and basically tried to, uh, yeah, repair all, like my, my groin tendon and whatever was uh, torn off the bone, just reconnect or, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know the exact extent of it, but that's, from my understanding, that's basically what he did. And um, worked for the most part, you know, it was a successful surgery, but uh, at the end of the day, that wasn't the root of my problem. Uh, and we, sort of knew that going in but the like the steps I needed to take that was the least invasive surgery it was the least risky mm-hmm. I was for sure going to be able to come back and play no matter what so at that point in time that was definitely what needed to happen and then throughout 2020 it just the problems kind of stayed there and so that's when I kind of decided to shut it down and get help from from Christopher Reddy and some some other doctors consulting with the national team whoever just a bunch of eyes on on how to fix my problem and mm-hmm. we decided to do the the hip arthroscopy mm-hmm. yeah so obviously like even even for a young player you've dealt with more injuries than most players have what's yeah. what kind of like mental toll or is it a mental toll to coming coming back from that all the <clears throat> therapy that you need to, to get back especially during 2020 which is already a weird year for everybody yeah, I, I have a really good support net, and uh, it helps that my family is here and friends are here. Uh, it would have been a lot harder if I was like a normal player on the team with with no family here, but I got to go home and live with my parents and have mama take care of me and, <laughs> yeah, be home with my brothers. So for me, it wasn't too difficult mentally. Obviously, not being able to play, it's that's tough on its own, but the recovery side of it, I had a lot of people backing me, so... That wasn't too bad, but I mean, four surgeries in four years, that's, it's not a good track record. So yeah, I've definitely had a lot more surgeries than you want by the age of 21, but 
we're four for four right now, so hopefully we we end the streak of surgeries and I can go surgery free this year and and get rid of that streak. I don't <laughs> want it anymore. I can imagine though. But you're 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 back now and you're looking good. It looks like you're having fun out there. Like yeah. Do, do you kind of appreciate the game more now once you've had it you know taken away from you for a temporary period of time? I mean, I've always loved soccer. I've loved football. I've loved the game. So, no, I think I, my love for it's always going to be where it is, no <laughs> matter if I'm playing or not. Uh, I have an appreciation for for what what we go through and what what we put our bodies through uh, week in and week out because um, it's it's not easy on us. And some guys have more problems than others. You know, I have a hip discrepancy, so my um, leg length discrepancy. So I, I'm genuinely generally going to have more problems than mm-hmm. than other guys but also it's i mean we're living in 2021 where we have the best medical advice medical medical expertise and in, in the history of the world so uh i'm way better off playing right now than i would have been in 2010 or 2005 so for sure um and let's finish up a little bit with your your national team career obviously you've been in a lot of youth national teams you went to the the u20 world cup so can you talk to me about the u20 world cup experience i'm sure that was that was sick so that's probably to date probably my most memorable thing i've done in my career um not only just representing the u.s um I mean, I, I love the national team. I've grown up watching the national team. I, when I got my first call up, I was like, little jitters. So that that was a surreal experience. Going to Poland, being with basically my brothers that I, I had played the past two, three years with in camps and gotten to know a lot and seeing them progress. All of these guys in Europe, around around MLS, around the league. So these are these are my some of my best friends even to date. I keep into we all keep in touch with each other that was a close-knit group mm-hmm. um and so that that's experience was just sick being over in poland that was a month long and it felt like so fast just because you were always enjoying the moments you know it's awesome you mentioned your first senior call but i remember talking to you right after you got it and you yeah. said like this is something i've been working to my whole life i mean yeah. what was what was it like debuting for the senior men's national team that's crazy like that's I mean, the youth national team is one thing, um, but senior national team, that's that's a, like what you grow up wanting to do. You know, you the two things, at least for me when I was a kid, was I want to be a professional soccer player and I want to play for the national team. I want to wear the crest. And so one happened a little bit earlier than the other one, but both happened at a relatively young age for me. And so now I'm like, okay, I definitely want to play in a World Cup. That's a goal of mine and then obviously won championships but those two were the big ones for me so when i when i made my debut with the national team those those guys are like it's just it, no words like i can't <laughs> even talk about it it's just something you just have to experience you know it's hard to put into words for sure and of course like when you were going through um your your, your recovery and surgeries and whatnot you've been out of the senior men's national team yeah. picture for a little bit now that you're back in playing you know is that an immediate goal for you <laughs> Yes and no. Um, it would be a nice little cherry on top for uh, that's for sure for like coming back. But I'm not I'm not expecting to to be in. Um, you know, my focus is is here and playing and having many meaningful minutes and making contribution here before I uh, 
go back there and I've started to do that lately in the past month I've had a lot more minutes and uh, got a lot more playing time and feeling better my body's feeling better uh, even it's when you're out of the game for a year and a half and you're not playing competitive minutes even the speed of play your your mind it's I'm, I'm starting to get that back so um, potentially in the future obviously that's that is a goal of mine to get back to the national team but that's not right now I I don't want to have another surgery this year I don't want to be injured this year I want to keep playing be healthy be available for the team uh, which so far if you would have told me eight months ago that I was going to play in every single game up to date in the season mm-hmm. I would have signed the papers it, like, let me have that mm-hmm. so I'm very happy with where I am so far and uh, now that I've started the past six games and getting rhythm back, then uh, hopefully the second half of the season's even better than the first. For sure. And truly the last one for you, and it's a tough one, and it's a question for Eddie Cotton here. Oh, okay. Well, does pineapple belong on pizza? Um, does pineapple belong on pizza? No, it doesn't belong on pizza. Like, you can put it if you want, but it's not really supposed to go on pizza. Like, I, not too big of a fan like i wouldn't like pick it off or anything but it does not belong on pizza it's like people say is a hot dog a sandwich no it's really not a sandwich but technically it's meat between two pieces of bread so yeah sure you could say it's a sandwich but it's not a sandwich so a hot dog is a hot dog a sandwich is a sandwich you know similar opinions about those so. uh, i appreciate the metaphor there yeah uh thanks so much for your time paxton really appreciate it yeah cheers